Everybody has heard of the ketogenic diet at this point, whether they have tried it or not, whether you know it, whether you love it, whether you believe in it, whether you think that you truly need carbs to fuel, spoiler, you don't. I am here to talk to you today about my personal journey to ketogenic nutrition and hopefully to bust some myths along the way when it comes to the belief that ketogenic nutrition is a fad diet. Let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Keep Yourself Well. I am your host, Callie Youngstrom, and I have been eating, living, loving a ketogenic lifestyle for the better part of a decade. I kind of generalize and say I've been living a keto-based lifestyle for the better part of a decade because I can't pinpoint an exact date that I fell into keto and I will talk about how I very organically fell into keto by listening to my body, but I do know it was in my very early twenties. I was completing my first university degree, which only lasted from the time I was 18 to 21. So I know that it was in that range and I am now 30. You can do the math better part of a decade. And I say better part of a decade and keto based because there's been ebbs and flows within my ketogenic journey. In the beginning, I was not trying to force any sort of nutritional approach. I was really listening to my body. So let me walk you through it. And I love using myself as an example to show that you do not have to be keto 100% of the time to live a ketogenic lifestyle. And you don't have to be ketogenic 24 seven, 365 to reap so many of the amazing benefits of a ketogenic diet. And of course, just to give you an example that keto is by no means a fad diet. So I began eating in a ketogenic way. Like I said, in my early twenties, I would have been 20 or 21. And I recognized that I was really struggling with brain fog, with concentration, with cognitive clarity, specifically in the mornings attending university classes. And I can very vividly remember, I feel like I can remember a specific day where I was sitting in an 830 lecture with my roommate at the time saying like, I cannot focus. It literally felt like my brain was running through mud. That is the only way I can describe it. And let me tell you that once I transitioned to a ketogenic diet, it really felt like the fog had lifted. So I started adjusting my nutrition, thinking that might have something to do with it. Now, at this point, I had not heard about the ketogenic diet at all. I just started manipulating my diet. I was just getting into bodybuilding at this time, having retired from wrestling due to concussions, as you many of you know by this point. Um, and that's a common theme that will come up when I talk about ketogenic nutrition for myself personally, as it's one of the reasons that I continue to pursue a ketogenic diet. So at this point, I was starting to really do a lot of nutritional research in terms of what was going to work best for me for my bodybuilding goals. But keto was really not coming up in any of the research I was doing. It was very traditional bodybuilding recommendations like 
chicken, rice, you need carbs, low fat. So I was doing the classic kind of bodybuilder breakfast at this time, like oatmeal and egg whites. That was my breakfast. And I just was feeling like it was really impacting me cognitively. So I decided to start altering my breakfast just kind of on a whim to see if that would help. Because again, it was that morning lecture. I just felt like my body and brain were not functioning how I needed them to. And I was tired all the time. So I cut out my carbs from breakfast and I decided to do whole eggs instead. I think I switched to whole eggs and avocado, cut out the carbs completely And it was a night and day difference to the point where I, you know, was like, okay, I'm on to something. My body feels way better. My brain feels way better. This fog has lifted in terms of my ability to focus in the morning, especially, but I was still running into energy slumps throughout the day. And I started recognizing that it was after I was eating carbohydrates, again, really counterintuitive in comparison to what I was learning in the realm of bodybuilding nutrition. So I was kind of going against the grain and it was a real battle for me because I wasn't doing what everyone was recommending because what everyone was recommending wasn't feeling good for myself. So I slowly, but surely just kept cutting carbs out. And you know, what happens when you cut carbs out, you kind of naturally replace them with fat. So instead of doing egg whites and oatmeal for breakfast, I was doing whole eggs. And instead of doing like chicken and rice for lunch, I was doing chicken and a salad with lots of added fat for, you know, some more substance. I added a lot of almonds in at that time. I remember eating a ton of almonds because again, I was just being as intuitive as possible. I I didn't even know there was a name for what I was doing yet. And I didn't know the purpose behind why I was feeling better or the process I should say, which is that I was adapting into a state of ketosis. So by, you know, the end of probably the better part of a month, I was likely in ketosis, but not testing and and still not knowing what that was and did eventually stumble upon some information related to ketogenic nutrition and bodybuilding specifically when diving into some of the golden era bodybuilding research, like seventies Arnold era, like the classic bodybuilding stage. So there were some old books, some literally like textbooks, encyclopedias about bodybuilding, where I got a little bit more information, essentially just putting a name to what I was doing. So that gave me a little bit more insight and opened up the floodgate for all sorts of research. And you know, from this point on, I've always considered myself my own experiment, like an N equals one experiment where I have tried so many different nutritional approaches over the last decade and beyond, you know, even before I started experimenting with keto and I have always just listened to how my body responds the best. So this was no different. Although I knew that I was doing keto now, I wasn't really following anything that was outlined. I was just going with the flow of what felt my best. And again, remember 10 years ago, there was not the, you know, huge flux of information available online that there is now when it came to like nutritional ketosis, it was very much. So the golden era bodybuilding information or like anti-epilepsy information, and there really wasn't a lot in between. So it has just come so far over the last decade. So 
at this time, I was just soaking up all of the information that I could find. And a lot of it was about therapeutic ketosis. So I found out so much about disease prevention from cancer prevention to longevity and decrease in aging, literally decreasing cellular aging through ketogenic nutrition. Something that really stood out to me was the potential benefit of decreasing the risk and I guess, speed of development of dementia and Alzheimer's as a female, I am more prone to, uh, you know, the potential of developing dementia and Alzheimer's and having had traumatic brain injury myself, and then going into the depths of traumatic brain injury and the relationship with keto, recognizing that there was some potential therapeutic benefits there. Again, I've mentioned it many times, but having had many concussions, I am now very prone and very sensitive to concussion. So part of my ketogenic nutrition is is a little bit of a insurance policy so that if I do happen to get hit in the head, my body can immediately uptake ketones into the brain because I'm already in a state of ketosis. Whereas on a glucose or carb-based diet, if one is to become concussed or experience a traumatic brain injury, generally the brain cannot productively uptake glucose in that uh, injured period. So not something I'm actively thinking about every day, but an added benefit for me, especially now as I am going into jujitsu, which is something that I've been doing for the better part of the last year. So multitudes of reasons, you know, really for me, it all came down to the long-term health benefit on top of my feeling of well-being in the moment. So the point I'm trying to make here was none of this for me was about body composition. It was all about feeling my best in the present moment, which was, you know, in my early twenties and then feeling good and being healthy and living the longest life disease-free um, you know, as, as possible. And that's really what continued to guide me. And as I kept on researching, I wasn't just in the pro keto camp. I was still absorbing nutritional information of any type that I could get. I was looking into carb-based diets. I was looking into plant-based diets. I was looking into absolutely everything. I was experimenting with everything. I really wanted to absorb all of the nutritional information that I could, because it's something I was becoming so passionate about. Like I said, I was starting my own personal bodybuilding career. And at this point, I also started coaching on the side. So this is when KY fitness and nutrition was just launching in the most infant, you know, stages. Um, like I said, I was completing my first university degree. I was bodybuilding and people started seeing what I was doing and really just genuinely asking for help and guidance and and, you know, Hey, could you put a workout together for me? Could you put a diet together for me? We can see the progress that you're making. And so I stopped and, uh, you know, made sure I educated myself with some nutrition certifications, with my personal training certificates. And it just grew from there as did my own, you know, passion and knowledge and excitement about ketogenic nutrition. So as I went on my personal journey as a bodybuilder, there were times where I'd go in and out of keto specifically for the look that I needed on stage, especially as I got to the pro level, I really needed the carbohydrates to fill my muscle bellies up for the look that was demanded of me, but only really pre-show. And I felt awful. I felt so awful on a carb-based diet, even if it was only for a brief period, which generally it was very, very brief, but it was dramatic enough to remind me that I choose keto and chose keto for a reason beyond just the longevity. But really, as I was doing all of the research 
that I continue to do this to this day because the the amount of research that's coming out now is just astounding. Like it's grown exponentially. I knew that I could not ignore the huge pull for all of the health and longevity benefits of keto that knowing what I, you know, knew then and, and know now I'd never go back to a carb-based diet as a lifestyle. Now, does that mean I never, ever eat carbs? Absolutely not. Balance is part of sustaining a ketogenic lifestyle for me, but I know that carbs don't make me feel my best and they are generally not something that I crave or miss or feel as though I need on any sort of semi-regular basis. Um, but I always say the goal is keto based. And I think that's an important point because keto can be really off-putting if people think it's going to be restrictive. Um, for me, as you may be piecing together, it actually provided what I would consider freedom from food because I felt so much better mentally, cognitively. I felt much better also energetically. Like I mentioned, um, while I was having these kind of issues with cognition, I was noticing I was always tired. I was having energetic slumps and it turns out these were essentially directly related to my intake of carbohydrates, because as soon as I stopped eating carbs, I wasn't having those. And that's really common. We often think that it's just normal fatigue, but it could be a little bit of a glucose response because you know, what goes up must come down when we eat carbohydrates, our body, um, you know, has a influx of blood sugar. And then we have a compensation effect where our blood sugar comes back down. And this is kind of a vicious cycle and it leads to fatigue. It leads to hunger. It leads to a lot of issues for people. I always say hanger and hypoglycemia are not normal. Mid-meal energy slumps are not normal. These are things that we've normalized because we've gotten really accustomed to not feeling as well as I think we can and should as a result of how we're, we're nourishing ourselves. So this is how I ended up into the ketogenic realm. And there was a period where I really was feeling a bit of a moral dilemma, um, as a nutrition coach, because as my journey within bodybuilding continued and I finished my first degree in psychology and went into my second degree in, in marketing, my coaching business was really taking off. And, you know, personally I was, I was following keto and I was also getting quite a bit of pushback from people, um, at that time, because it was, really uncommon. It was really uncommon. It was, you know, even more unknown then in, in comparison to what it is now. And I think there's still, you know, a lot of room for general population education on the benefits of keto, but it was a kind of a, a rock and a hard place for me because I felt better. I knew and believed in the benefits and the potential of keto, but other people weren't willing or ready to attempt a ketogenic diet. And I was trying to appease the, the customer and, you know, help them with their nutrition but wasn't able to necessarily be doing that in the way that I felt best, which would have been keto. So there was a period where I was coaching, you know, doing carb-based diets, even though I really was trying to bring people over to the keto side and it slowly happened. It was just a natural progression where as I went deeper into the keto realm and, and did my best to educate people through social media, you know, clients started coming with me or were more willing and open to trying a ketogenic diet. And then within a few years, I just decided, you know what, this is, uh, 
it's not in, a, in alignment with my personal values and beliefs in terms of everything I know, you know, based on the science of keto to offer carb-based diets anymore. So within the last few years, it'll be, must be four years now, at least that I have completely specialized as a ketogenic nutritionist. And I no longer offer carb-based diets. Now <laughs> I will say there's a caveat to that if, and when it's needed, I will implement carbs for people. There are certain health reasons, you know, there are certain metabolic reasons that people may need carbohydrates. I have a few clients right now who we do a ketogenic based diet, but with carbs implemented here and there cyclically as needed. So I'm not anti-carb, I'm just pro-keto. Um, whereas I find a lot of people who are, <laughs> uh, pro-carb or anti-keto. And uh, I don't I, I don't ever want to take anything but a positive approach to keto and just to talking about the benefits of keto. And uh, like I said, for me, it's all about how I feel. Now, of course, there's a huge benefit in terms of weight management and uh, insulin control, which can be really incredible for fat loss. But we're going to talk so much about keto as this podcast continues on that. I really wanted to just start with giving you a little bit of insight into how I got here personally, because as a, I don't even want to say retired athlete as a, you know, lifelong athlete, but you know, as a, someone who's not competing right now, I transitioned from the world of wrestling where it was all carbs all the time into, you know, bodybuilding where everyone was saying you need carbs and powerlifting where everyone was saying you need carbs. And, you know, my biggest takeaway was that just listening to my body really guided me. I perform my absolute best physically, mentally, energetically in every single way when I'm eating a ketogenic diet. And I know all of the reasons why in terms of what is happening physiologically and on a, on a biological level. And that's exactly what I'm excited about when it comes to educating the public through social media. And now with this awesome podcast platform, and then of course, through, you know, everything that I do with coaching clients from group programs to one-on-one -on -one programs, the educational side of ketogenic nutrition is so important to me because if people don't understand why it's so much more than just a diet, of course, it's easy to believe that it's just a fad and to get sucked into doing it only temporarily. But I truly believe that if people are able to get a foundational knowledge and education of keto like I did, where it's so rooted in the long-term health benefits and the longevity potential of keto, that's what's going to keep them keto long-term. Fat loss is great, right? Fat loss is great. If that's the goal and keto does that for you, that's amazing. But once you lose that fat, it can be very difficult to stick to any sort of structure unless there's a greater reason. And so for me, you know, the greater good of keto is that disease prevention, the longevity, and just how much better I feel and how much better I know all of my clients feel, you know, it has been such a blessing to be able to transition to being a full-time ketogenic nutritionist and really reaping the benefit of, you know, living vicariously through all of my clients every single day and, you know, hearing about and, and seeing all of the amazing change that comes into their lives 
as a result of keto, you know, anything from reversing type two diabetes to becoming, you know, medication free to being able to move and, and run around and keep up with kids to one of my long-term clients, just, uh, she's lost over a hundred pounds. And I just posted an Instagram post about her transformation the other day to becoming a cross country uh, running coach after losing over a hundred pounds and using her ketogenic lifestyle to help maintain that. I mean, when I say ketogenic nutrition is life-changing, I truly believe it. It has been for me and it has been for, I mean, hundreds of my clients at this time. And I really look forward to bringing on some of my favorite keto experts and friends and clients and, you know, those within the industry on future episodes, but this is my little foray into keto personally. So it's been a long time and I'm so glad that I, you know, didn't listen to the naysayers and I really just allowed myself to focus on how I felt best. And if I hadn't done that, I mean, KY wellness wouldn't even be what it is today. It was a really difficult choice for me personally, in terms of honoring my own body to continue on with the ketogenic diet. So early on when it was so, you know, really unknown and let alone to transition in the business to being fully keto. I remember the day I made that announcement. I was very nervous about how it would be perceived. But again, it was just something that I knew was best based on where my values lied within nutrition. And it is something that motivated me to even go into my master's in, in public health, which I'm now rocking and rolling in, in my first term. I'm done one class towards my master's in public health. And the reason is not so that I can leave coaching. It's so that I can become a better coach and potentially have a greater reach with ketogenic nutrition and low carb nutrition within the public sphere, because I think there is so much benefit possible within institutional nutrition, um, and hospitalized settings. And, you know, really the list goes on in terms of potential therapeutic benefit. I hope you're excited to continue along this ketogenic journey with me, whether you are keto or not, I hope you learned something. And maybe this podcast is going to be something that plants the seed just for you to try it. I really take a holistic approach to coaching, which is one of the reasons why we haven't talked about keto for the first four episodes. You know, um, I am excited to introduce a little bit more of keto now, but I wanted to start with some of the other conversations that I think are important when it comes to embracing a ketogenic lifestyle. And it's all about the balance of the mind, the body, the movement, and, you know, prioritizing things beyond just nutrition. So I hope you're as excited as I am to continue on this ketogenic journey. I am going to leave you with that for today. I thank you so much for spending another day with me and I hope you'll tune back in next week for another episode with an incredible guest. In the meantime, don't forget to move your body, nourish your body, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. Please don't forget to rate and review the podcast so that others can find it and make sure you subscribe if you haven't already so you don't miss another episode. Keep yourself well.